Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and we have a very special one for you today. This is something completely different than I've ever done on the show. Uh, I'm going to be straight up right now. Um, I feel very vulnerable, like, releasing this one. You're going to see, not see, you're going to hear and maybe feel another side to me. In some past episodes, myself and some other guests, we talked about the possibilities of what's beyond the other side and even dove into some of our own personal experiences of unexplainable events or um, just crazy synchronistic coincidences. And on those episodes, I've had a certain shyness to the way I would project those things. Like maybe I tell a spooky experience that happened to me, but then I kind of laugh it off or and just like almost downplay the power of the that experience maybe twisted it around with a joke or forcing an explanation for it but i am taking a weight off my shoulders right now and gonna tell you confidently that in my lifetime i have experienced some unexplainable shit and my guests today are here to talk to me about it And maybe bring some clarity to it. And these guests go by the name of Carolyn Molnar and her husband Benjamin. They are psychic mediums. And as mediums, I mean people who contact spirits. (laughs) Actually, you know know what? what When I was talking at the beginning, feeling vulnerable, this is turning into some kind of excitement sharing this with you because this episode is what the hip-hop community calls a banger. (laughs) Also, when you think it couldn't get any more epic, I am joined with a co-host today. Uh, Somebody... Uh, when we met, it was she. Uh, she did a past episode of this show, and we dove into these subjects, even off the mic, even deeper into these subjects. And I always had the idea of getting um, a medium or a psychic in on the show. And I said to her that day, "If I do, you need to co-host it with me." And she's here, co-hosting with me is Sages. Sages, how can I explain the amazing Sages? She is an experimental electronic musician. Um, Her own project is called Sages. She's also in an incredible band called Falcon Jane. And recently been doing some awesome work with a band called Millhouse. And what's so dope about that, all her projects sound completely different. Such an amazing talent. And something interesting during and after the show, we related some of the vibrations of the world to being a performer and how I've heard from great musicians that some of their best performances, they almost don't remember. It's like they go on stage, they black out. And I mentioned on the episode that the only times I really felt like I did fantastic in 
stand-up comedy, I don't remember. It's like being possessed and just blanking out. And one thing I noticed about Sage is, especially when she does her solo work, when she steps on stage, it looks like there's just a switch that goes off. And she kind of flips into this mode where she's like just this different entity of a person. It's really cool. And so we do this episode... I see Sage's live that night. I took some video. Um, I took some screen caps of the video and sent it to her immediately so she can post on her social media and whatnot. And also I remembered Carolyn Molnar mentioning that she wanted to put this episode and some of Sage's work into her next newsletter that gets blasted out to people. So I got these screenshots. I go to my email. I'm like, oh, Carolyn should use or pick one of these and put it on the newsletter. There's some awesome, awesome shots of Sages doing her thing. And when I sent them, she uh, immediately replied and was like, wow, and mentioned something that her energy in these photos is like she's a completely different person than who she met on my show today in front of the mic. And I mentioned back, it's like, yeah, you're actually right. Like, and I, I noticed the shift the handful of times I've seen her go on stage. And like, it's kind of astonishing just that mode you can get into as a performer. And uh, I mentioned all this to sages too. And she's like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, when I step on stage and I do that act, I feel like a different person. Oh, maybe she's channeling something else. I don't know. But this is the type of stuff we talk about on this episode, along with other things. We dive into my experiences with sleep paralysis, talk about different types of synchronicity, I talk about this scary uh, college house I used to live in, and she gives me a solid answer why there was such a spooky vibe in there. And so much other things like using tools such as tarot cards and Ouija boards. And one thing, I'm not sure if it's going to come through the audio, but there was a certain pulsing energy to that room as we were talking. And I talked to sages about it afterwards if she felt it too and she was like yeah and this was before she was going to go on stage she's like i feel so fucking floaty right now (laughs) i wonder if that's going to get through on the audio i haven't listened to it back but i'm i'm excited to to hear this one again there was just so much to process and even uh there's part of the interview too where I'm silent for a bit and Carolyn looks at me and she's like, Sean, it looks like you have something to say. And it was almost like I had so much to say. And it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning about feeling vulnerable talking about this stuff because I was connecting some of the stuff she was saying with some even deeper personal stories that have happened to me many years ago and I was having an internal battle if I should mention it on the mic and uh I wish I did I uh I talked to her and Benjamin about it after we had got a bite to eat but um they mentioned they'd do the show again and I'm definitely gonna get them in down the road and we'll talk about more shit and maybe uh 
you guys at home can send in some questions as well. And yeah, we'll go on this this journey together. Also, like always, if you are listening to this on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and now Spotify, just to let you know, each and every episode has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. You'll see some pictures of us in the studio, links to Carolyn's books, Benjamin's work, Sages's music, and to launch this one off, we are going to do something different. Instead of my theme song, I kind of want to set the vibe. Uh, my theme song is very uppity, crazy, heavy metal-ish, which I appreciate. Shout out to Dan Siri for making that for me. I don't shout you out enough. But uh, we're going to step into one of Sage's songs yeah, just to lead us in. And that's all I got to say for now. Carolyn, Benjamin, Sages, and myself coming at you right now. Girth Radio. The only one that I can have. And that's your function. I've made you to break me. normal. I have two other sisters and another one of us is full-time medium. So, and my grandparents used to have séances and they actually my grandmother was a hairdresser and sh- her client was the um medium for Prime Minister Mackenzie King. Mm-hmm. Her wow. name, yeah. So they used to have séances and so and on my father's side he's Irish. So God bless all Irish people. I really relate with them. Um, but they believe in all kinds of pixies and fairies and mm-hmm. leprechauns and all that stuff. And I found out my grandfather used to see a, a psychic weekly, which I would never recommend. But it ran in the family. So I think that's why I chose them. So when I was eight years old, I was really sick. I mean, head cold sick, okay? It's mm-hmm. like I was also, um, well, I couldn't breathe. My I was just wanting to die, and I so I put my hands up like you know. I thought this is what you look like <laughs> when you die. Like well, yeah. you die. So you thought you thought it was over right then. I wanted it over. I oh, said, oh, that much please pain. Take me home because I couldn't breathe, and I was so achy, and I was eight years old, and I was being kind of a 
big deal about the whole thing. Anyways, what happened was I closed my eyes and my the bedroom door opened 12 times and it clicked shut. So it was open, click shut, yeah. and then it was opened again. And I imagined these white pillars all the way around my bed. And then I fell asleep. And when I woke up, I wasn't sick anymore. So I figured, I guess they still want me here. So that was when I was eight. And I had my first reading when I was 16 or 17. It's a little while ago. Yeah. And I remember coming out of it saying, I wonder if I could do that. That's so cool. Mm. And I tell you, once the spirit world hears you say that, they grab on you. <laughs> and then they work with you until you get to a place where you can feel confident in doing the work. Yeah. So you had that moment. And with saying that, did you feel like everything was just coming at you rapidly? No. Like, no? No. Uh, this is over many, many, many years. Um, I was very lucky. I had a mentor for 20 years. And weird, weird story. You want to hear the story? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. definitely. So I had a really horrific reading from uh, a medium. Um, she's no longer with us, so I feel safe in saying this. Um, and it got so bad that I had tunnel vision. I was really frightened. And I remember going to the Eaton's store. I'm dating myself in St. Catharines, Ontario, because that's where I'm from. And I remember picking up a set of sheets that were twin set. And out of my mouth, I wanted a, a double set. And out of my mouth, it said, I said, I've got to find a medium. I'm thinking, where the heck did that come from? <laughs> and then I thought my of my father. So I called him. I said, Dad, this is what's happened. And I said, I'm really afraid. It was a horrific reading, and I don't know what to do about it. He says, I'll take you to my medium. I went, your medium? What are you talking about? You go to a medium? Oh, yes, I do. So anyways, I went to see her. And she and I, it it was a past life thing. Total connection. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she trained me for 20 years. So she passed in 2001. And that's when I decided, okay, I'm taking this professionally for her Mm -hmm. as her legacy. Because I was her student. So that's, that's the story. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I just—it's almost like you're tripping over the spirit world. Like, uh-huh. It never really left. The only thing I had to be really careful of is not talk about it outside of my home. My parents were good with it. My mother used mm-hmm. to say, "Carolyn, what would you get on this?" Right? And usually I was spot on, and she'd get mad, and I'd say, "Well, if you don't want to know, don't ask me." Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But it would come from a different place. I just knew it. What about you, Ben? Well. I don't know. I just kind of fell into it. Um, I started reading tarot cards when I was 16. I just thought they were really, really cool. And um, I just, you know, it's hard for me to, to trace back how I got started in things. It, it, I um, went to, uh, oh, all right, here it is. I was a newspaper reporter at a small newspaper um, in um, Cleveland, Ohio, on the outskirts of Cleveland, and uh, people would always send books in uh, for us to review, which we didn't review. And you know, when the like the latest novels, people would always grab. And I was looking for something to read one day, and there was something by like Wayne Dyer and mm-hmm. uh, Doreen Virtue was there. And I started reading those things, and I was uh, back then. I was like a, a really you know, uh, you know, I'd smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. You know, <laughs> I'm talking about Camel Wise. I was like you know 
you know, a type A person. It's like, I want to beat the competition. And so, you know, I said, it was just making me sick inside. And um, these books were talking about like meditation. I said, oh, how do you do this? You know, I thought it was like really interesting to kind of slow yourself down. I said, I'm going to try this, you know, and it talks about joining a meditation group. And so at that time, it was like, this had to be like the early 90s. So nobody like did anything, right? And I saw an ad in like a a new age paper back then. So they had like a meditation group. It's called the Soul Rescue Group. I said, well, it's meditation, right? Soul rescue is like when a bunch of people get together and they try to find all the, what they call trapped, you know, or all the, you know, people that haven't gone to the light, the spirits that haven't gone to the light, and you try we to... call them ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you try to, you know, have them, you know, with your mind, you kind of see the light. So it's like, I didn't know what I was doing, you know, so I just went there, and um, after six months then, was interesting of doing this every week, I started seeing things too, and it's like amazing. And I'll just tell, I'll just give you one story. I remember, so I'm in deep in meditation. I want to, you know, said to, you know, your little prayer, like, how can I help? And I got this impression of a woman lying face down in a ditch somewhere like in Iowa or like Kansas. And she was saying, help me find my body. Help me find my body. And it was like so real. It's like, I, you know, like I could have reached and touched you. Mm-hmm. And so when I came out of it, I thought, how can I do this? You know, how can I, what are you going to tell the police? There's a woman lying in a ditch somewhere. You don't know how long or if it's somebody's memory. But when that, it, it so moved me that I just felt I had to learn more. And so I've been, you know, practicing. I've had a number of teachers teaching me this. And it, it's amazing, you know. Um, and here's one of my greatest teachers sitting Aww, right next to me. <laughs> I just want to say something, too. Ben interviewed <clears throat> Doreen Virtue before she was Doreen Virtue. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Dyer before he was well-known. Did you do Deepak Chopra as well? Yes, did I did. As oh, no yeah. way. All Great. before they were big guns. So, yeah, yeah and that, that's what really brought you to this, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a lot of little steps. And when you look back and say, how did I get here? But it, you did. Mm-hmm. 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. And Sages, too. I know last time we talked about this kind of stuff, too, you were telling me a lot about, like, your belief in certain synchronicity and yeah. stuff. Do you want to dive in? Uh, so I definitely believe in uh, synchronicities or divine appointments. And how you're kind of meant to meet the people that you're meant to meet and do the things that you're meant to do. And maybe sometimes it feels a little off. Like like recently I got my um, Achilles tendon severed like five months ago. Oh, and gosh. even though that was like a horrible thing, I got some really cool information out of that mm-hmm. for the past five months. So mm-hmm. I feel like everything, even if it's negative, it, it's, it turns out. Mm-hmm. for the betterment of yourself kind of like molding your spirit mm-hmm. if you're open to it who do you think you were in a past life um don't think tell me quickly high priestess okay yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so you know what i believe from what the spirit world has told me that we set a contract mm-hmm. to come here like here's what we want to do to to come here to progress our soul to make this life worthwhile mm-hmm. So we meet people that we've met in other lifetimes, and you look at them and you go, I know you. How do I know you? Mm -hmm. I'm so connected to you. Mm -hmm. It's part of that whole um, life after life after life. Yes. Contract, contract, contract. So, And these synchronicities, when they happen, it's because you are on your path. 
it's it's like there's a flow, right? Yes. And exactly. as soon as you get off your path, you're like, oh my god, this life is so tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's dull. It like feels you're like... fighting like some kind of grain, like yeah, because yeah. maybe it's some other influence from other people, like whether it's your family or friends, mm-hmm. and you're trying to do what they want you to do. But then sometimes you just I notice more over this year. Uh, I started just listening to vibes and that seems to be taking me to incredible places like my dreams and everything like it's mm-hmm. it's almost spooky in a way yeah. and uh, that's why I'm so excited to talk with you both today too because it's I don't know I feel like I'm getting more open to that kind of stuff and it's interesting what you were saying too about meeting somebody and feeling like you met them before because I remember within like a couple minutes of our first episode we never met before but and i never like really talked about this kind of uh spiritual stuff on my show but we just started diving into it like head on i was like i felt like i knew you for a long time yeah yeah good friend of mine yeah the high priestess and you were the acolyte (laughs) that's gonna be my stage name (laughs) i need to start writing music now (laughs) sage is featuring the acolyte i can see that like on the stage (laughs) i sound like a i sound like a a rapper name though it's kind of hard the acolyte you could get into that yeah yeah all right let's do it (laughs) i'll make some beats (laughs) yes this is awesome (laughs) yeah so um what was i gonna say um yeah, um, you got I, stuck. I got, got, I did get stuck. stuck. <laughs> I'm just, I'm almost you like, what? uh, what's it's, happening? I'm taking you're in processing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to mention to it's you work with your heart. You know, that's really where the church mm-hmm. is, that's where the soul is, that's where the spirituality is. Work with the heart because mm-hmm. that's where you're going to find your truth. And your yeah. heart is not the same as Sage's heart, and it's not the fa- same as Ben's, it's mm-hmm. not the same as mine. You've got to walk to the o- your own heart. Okay. That's yeah. joy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree. I was actually just talking with a friend of mine who is struggling with his girlfriend and how she feels like God thinks that she shouldn't be with him. And um, she's having some, like, outside sources tell her this, like, saying, like, this is not your path, this is not your path. But it's, like, it's it's her path. So if her heart is, like, I want to be with this person, it's it's her choice. And she can't take, like, outside opinions, even though they're strong. But I guess that's the lesson, right? That's the challenge. Yeah. That's why we're here is to learn how to to tap into this and trust it because yeah. I remember my mentor saying you know you've got to have the faith of a child and she says it sounds so easy but it isn't it's mm-hmm. not easy yeah. at all no yeah. I I also heard like children are more open to oh. seeing spirits and stuff yes, do you think we sure. just as we get older and get exposed to like whatever mainstream media is mm-hmm. that uh, we suppress that side of us it's school School, yeah. <laughs> because <of laughs> burn them down. End episode. No, we need school. We need to have yeah. a human experience. We do. That's why we're here is yeah. to have a human experience. But up until age five, when they go to school, they're wide open because other than the parents, there's nobody saying you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. Mm-hmm. You know these kids that have their imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. 
who do you think they are? Oh right? my god, my sister, Spooky. my younger sister People. always ha- talked about her imaginary yeah. friends and it scared me. Did they have names and everything? Oh yeah, yeah. I forget them, but mm-hmm. Ethan or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh my gosh. And these are spirit children yeah. that are playing with the children here that can see them. Mm-hmm. And when they get to school, there's like a veil that goes over them and they have their human experience. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say you guys, in our generation, it was around 40, but I would say it's 20 to 30. 30 now where you guys your generation are like what is going on here this is not working for me I've got to find my truth Um, so uh, the Millennials are much quicker and I find that psychic development is much faster than it was I don't think people need to put 40 years in Mm -hmm. to to get to where I'm at I'm seeing my students actually progressing much faster because we are we are more attuned to what's going on like it's more open now right more and more and i Mm. i noticed too like for myself i had guidance from women who were 40 50 in my teenage years who understood these things Mm. and would tell me about them and would make me feel like i felt like a weirdo when i was younger and Mm. then when uh, an ex-boyfriend's mother who's very like uh tapped in she she was like nope you're you're special and that really changed my life so yeah so i noticed that it's because we're getting taught by older generations mm-hmm. yep because it's important mm-hmm. i agree <laughs> and uh, Agreed. yeah it's cool to have you here too because uh like i mentioned in my email too i wanted to talk to you a bit about sleep paralysis mm-hmm. and it's something I had when I was a teenager a lot. Mm-hmm. It went away for a bit. But when I was having it, I wasn't, I don't know, really listening to what was going on there. I was just, I'd freak out. I'm like, I'm laying here. I feel like I'm dying. And then uh, after years and years of just like kind of like online research and stuff, uh, I remember reading something on a message board that said, while you're in that state you're going to be scared but the best thing to do is just relax and something beautiful will happen and it was the vaguest thing ever so years would go on i'm still getting sleep paralysis and i'm still freaking out i didn't listen to the message but then it happened and like yeah it it was years later as i was in the state i remembered being on the forum and it's like okay let's just relax and basically i had my first outer body experience an entity kind of came in reached out and it almost looked like this shadowy figure almost like it's hard to explain what Mm -hmm, it was mm -hmm. it's almost comparable to the movie the predator (laughs) when he's in (laughs) camouflage like just like a see-through like camo and it had its arm out and uh and it was like uh usually i can't move in that state but in that state it allowed me to move my arm and i just felt good from it and i ended up touching it and then all of a sudden it started dragging me but it wasn't my body it felt like this pulsing energy and uh, this happened while i was taking a nap during the afternoon the whatever that entity was took me through the wall of the front of the house and we were outside and for some reason it was nighttime and there was just stars everywhere Mm -hmm. And I just felt like almost like a rocket ship, just us boost into space. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up and just almost like 
it felt like my soul went back into my body and I just shot up like like when you see people have a dream in a movie and I was just like <laughs> like it honestly like I felt like I had a free fall and I was just sitting on the side of my bed and the pulsing feeling was still in my head as I was in the awake world so it made and, it real yeah mm. and it was um and it's weird like the only times I had those moments was during incredible amounts of stress in my life mm -hmm. and I wanted to ask you if this was something trying to tell me there is more to whatever this world is than whatever I was stressing about because it would be that like, would be a fair assessment yeah. I, I want to go back to talking about the sleep paralysis I believe and I don't know whether there's any proof of it but I believe that what happens is the soul splits off from the body but it's there's no death there's something called the etheric core that's attached at the solar plexus and it is attached to the soul and to the body mm -hmm. right? and it stretches forever so when the soul leaves the body the body doesn't have the mechanism to work and if you're in a conscious state you can't move if your soul's up here and your body's down there mm -hmm. your body has to sit still and you are conscious enough to see it now it's interesting it usually is associated either with an out-of-body experience or coming back in oh, okay and it's you going from your subconscious state to your conscious state there's uh it slows so there's like time for the soul to either leave or go mm -hmm. and that's what's happening to the body do you have anything that you want to share i just feel like you do <clears throat> Well, uh, the, the whole idea of the Australian Aborigine uh, idea of the dream time, that kind of like um, world outside of this world, but yet within this world that we all visit in our sleep. I mean, I've had such lucid, lucid dreams of meeting people, and you wake up and you think, you know, I'd love to put like an ad in the paper saying, did you dream this? Did I meet you? Because I'm sure there's somebody out there who had the same dream that met me and wakes up and says, wow, who was that person? Mm -hmm. You know? And I want to also address something that you said about, you know, the entity. So what, what scares a lot of people is they think that, you know, you see these Hollywood movies and they're all these dark things that don't talk yeah. like this. Insidious. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. I had this meditation once. Everyone says, oh, meet your spirit guys. I said, all right, I'll try it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I put myself in a meditation. I was kind of deep. And what, what I kind of felt or what I kind of experienced and saw was I was at the bottom of a well and you're looking up and there's like, you know, at the top of the well, I see this insectoid face kind of looking over, smiling, and then waving at me. <laughs> and so I got up and thinking, you know, because we all think our, our spirit guys are like these angels and, you know, they all look beautiful women, beautiful men. But, you know, they all have different shapes. And, 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 and you know... There's like also, you know, sometimes the spirit takes form of, you know, just shadows. And that's how we see them because they yeah. they vibrate at such a different level. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever watch this show like Ghost Adventures. They see these little, you know, like the mists that go. Mm -hmm. That's how they appear. It's not like these Hollywood movies where you actually see, you know, the dead come out. You yeah, know, yeah. it's just Hollywood's shadows. really yeah. done a number on oh, spirit yeah. yeah, they really but make you scared. It is uh, normal to see like a shadow or darker ener uh, looking energy, but it's not not bad. Oh, really? No, okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, sweet. <laughs> when it happens, sometimes it gets so terrified. Guide. Oh, cool. It was a spirit guide. Yeah. That energy did not harm you. No, it didn't. It was teaching you. 
and your subconscious your conscious was awake enough to remember it your subconscious wouldn't have bothered wouldn't have worried yeah it was interesting too because it couldn't speak but it was almost like it felt like it was telepathically telling me yes. that I want to show you something yes and mm-hmm. you can telepathically talk to him uh-huh. and we do that here oh, I'm getting goosebumps. Oh, for sure. so oh, for sure. <laughs> see what it is is the spirit now is saying to you would you like to pursue this more would you like to me to open you up a little bit more yeah. would you like to experience a little bit more and it's like you know you always want to say wow I have this extra information and, and you want to like this precognition but you know you'll never win the lottery don't worry yeah it doesn't mm-hmm. work, that that doesn't work yeah, yeah. but we are telepathic beings mothers especially they will know when their children are in mm-hmm. trouble they will um, they will just have that sense or you know those times when you're um, thinking of somebody and your phone rings yeah yeah, yeah. it's them yep well they telepathically sent you a message that they were going to call you and you picked it up Wow. Right? Yeah. yeah. When I work with the spirit world, there's no language barrier. Mm-hmm. I can be speaking to an Ukrainian-speaking woman who is using telepathy, and I can pick it up like it's English. So that is really our language. And I'm going to tell you something really scary. Mm-hmm. It's going <laughs> Let's go that there. way. Yeah. Yeah. That we will be telepathic beings not needing our language, mm-hmm. like our, our audio. But what does that mean with our thoughts? Right, we got to clear think, them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think yeah. that you really don't want to share with anybody. Well, I had an experience with a friend about a year ago where I kind of came to the conclusion, like we could kind of read each other's minds, and I kind of thought it was because we were non-judgmental to each other. Mm-hmm. We just like loved each other very much, and it was like this feeling where. Um, I actually wrote a song about it. It was called uh, Telepathy for the Kind. So, like, if you're a kind soul and you have no judgments on people's uh, deepest thoughts and feelings, then you can actually hear people's thoughts. And I've had those experiences mm-hmm. before, but you don't want to freak people out and be like, oh, I can read your mind. Yeah, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> no, you don't say that, right? Yeah. You just go with the flow and right. go with whatever they're, they're feeling or thinking. It's actually called the morphogenic field. It's when people who are very close, um, like mothers and their children, mm-hmm. and when they basically share the same energy field, if you're very close to your pet, and mm-hmm. you see people uh, who have pets and say, you know, my dog can read my mind. Well, in a sense, it can, mm-hmm. because you're so close to your pet, you almost share the same energy. Well, with wow. Ben and I, sometimes he'll think something, and I'll say it, or mm-hmm. vice versa. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, what was that about? Because yeah. I just was thinking of that, and it was so random just so random or, yeah or mm-hmm. like um, I just went on tour with my band Falcon Jane and uh, by the end of the tour we've spent like however long together we're literally singing the same song in our heads mm-hmm. and I'll sing a part and my bandmate will be like I was just thinking and singing that exact mm-hmm. part in my head mm-hmm. as if we're like a radio yeah so it's, it's so interesting yeah yeah we that's, become one that's cool how was the yes, tour by yeah. the way you just got back um, it was really cool it, it's always interesting spending a lot of time with people because you you do lose a lot of energy but it was a lot of fun yeah. uh, we we just went to Halifax and oh, back and Halifax. yeah Halifax oh, is so amazing so pretty but yeah being in a band kind of feels like telepathy because you are um, you're picking up vibes off of people I, I can feel when someone's bass isn't working even if it isn't is sounding fine I can feel that mm-hmm. he's nervous or I can feel like mm-hmm. someone's nervous in the group mm-hmm. or 
or isn't doing well or I can feel when we're doing great and we're like yes this is mm-hmm. a great show mm-hmm. so it's a very like communal energy yep. it's very you're cool. sharing the same energy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so and same being an artist actually just being on stage and like um talking to an audience i noticed the energy transference betw- right? transference yeah. is very very interesting yeah. yeah so interesting well you're lucky because you are an artist because that's a right brain function and the work that i do mm-hmm. is right brained as well now i used to be uh, an office administrator which is extremely left brain rules regulations get it done this way da 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 so it was a huge leap for me to go right brained where it's creative where it's mm-hmm. opening yourself up to, and not having the logic to to explain things cuz there's no logic with yeah. it right yeah i'm sure like you feel like this too when you write some songs it's almost like a possession in a way and mm-hmm. it's just like okay it's like a blackout yeah yeah <laughs> and well, you know mozart he believed that he heard the music in his head before he composed it so he was being inspired too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that with a lot of artists they mm-hmm. say um, it's it's like a blackout when they mm-hmm. write and all of a sudden they have a song and if they try too hard to, to write it mm-hmm. then it doesn't work and right. if it, they just let it flow through them it's it's something there. else. That's mm-hmm. so interesting that you said blackout too, because uh, I've experimented with stand-up comedy before, and the only times where I felt like I really like crushed it, it's like I barely remember. It. Like mm-hmm. it was just like a blip of time. Mm-hmm. And the times I bombed, it was like every second was just conscious. <laughs> it was like even slower than. <laughs> than you know what? So it's I interesting. Think, like I think that. the ego gets in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You're judging yourself. This is not working. This mm-hmm. is not. Mm-hmm. Know, yeah. You know, judge, 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 yeah. and that's when you kind of go. Blah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. true. Yeah. You know, like in junior high school, when you have to wrestle somebody in a gym, you say, my God, this is the longest two minutes of my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like every like movement, just like, you Judge. feel everything. Yeah. 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 You feel the transference yeah. with the audience and how it's not working. And, oh, yeah, that's yeah. and it, it just goes downhill. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like a vortex mm-hmm. of doom. And you know what? <laughs> when there's, um, we have um, a situation where we can give uh, messages, right, to a large group of people. And the most difficult thing for me is coming up after having two or three mediums that have uh, either are not happy about their work or didn't connect with people. It's like mm-hmm. you're sitting in muck. You got to pull this energy back up yeah. so you can tap into it and you can give messages. Yeah. 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 So do you feel like if you know somebody's having like a terrible day or whatever and you wanted to boost them up, could you? possibly give some of your good energy to them if by like um, manifesting that or i i can yeah. um i usually do it through prayer actually and i usually send it from the heart but one thing i will tell you i will never read somebody without their permission mm-hmm. even in the reading they have to ask the question in order for me to get the information i'm not this kind of person that's walking down the sidewalk and saying Excuse me, you know, uh, your your brother's here, and da 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 da. da. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think that's like psychic assault. I just think it's yeah. so wrong. You need to give people their space. So no, I won't. I wouldn't yeah. do that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you feel a presence in this bar? You know what? I'd have to walk around. They're not here. Okay. And they're usually in the basement. Oh, yeah. You know why? It's quieter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty loud in here. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting, like uh, the other week I was here, and it was the only time I did a show while Mm -hmm. it wasn't open. I came in early, Mm -hmm. and uh, I just made, like, as a joke, a little Instagram story. I'm just like, oh, if, like... 
if you can't find me after the the ghost got me check the recordings like just <laughs> just messing around yeah, I saw and that. then the the cook who uh works here right away he sent me a message he's like man there's actually a ghost in here but i was inspired to like joke around like that because it just felt like there was something looking at me as i was like setting up the cables yeah. and like, well they're curious and, yeah um, you know most historical buildings will have them Mm-hmm. They will. They they love where they are. They don't want to leave. I lived in Cape Breton for eight years, and we were in a farmhouse, a turn-of-the-century farmhouse, with Mrs. McPherson, the original owner. And we could hear hitting the cook stove, as she, you know, the old Keymax stoves mm-hmm. with the metal plates and stuff like that, water on the side to heat up. Anyways, she was, you know... But what we were doing was tearing the place apart because it was actually falling apart, reinforcing it, and building it back together. And we were in um, the bedroom, and it was about 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't know whether this is going to be picked up. I don't want my water to run. But it was like really loud, three of them. I I woke up, both set up in bed, and I yelled, Mrs. McPherson, if you won't let us fix your house, it's coming down. And we never were bothered again. She was so worried that we were wrecking her house. Mm -hmm. So when people live with ghosts, they have to understand that it's possibly their house and you're living with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not leaving. I watched um, one of your YouTube videos, too, and you were saying that the ghosts can't really see us, but they hear us. I believe that. Um, My father passed away, and after two weeks, I was having a shower, and he comes in. I said, Dad, I'm taking a shower. He goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sorry. And he left. (laughs) Two minutes later, he comes back in. I said, Dad, oh, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Anyways, he left. Five minutes later, I said, okay, I got my bathrobe on. I'm feeling pretty good. Come on in, Dad. He goes, goodbye. And after the two-week period of just being here on the planet... He went home, and he and because I could hear him, mm-hmm. he came to see me. So he didn't know I was in the shower. He saw my soul light, and he probably heard my terrible singing voice. Yeah. <laughs> and those two things attract spirit, the voice <laughs> wow. and the soul. Because the soul light is like a thumbprint. It is not the same uh-huh. as anybody else's. So that's how he found me. Now, I've had other spiritualist ministers come in and say, of course they see us. Um, You know, they can describe a a scene. They can do this. They can do that. They, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I think to myself, yeah, but what kind of seeing are they seeing? You know, Mm -hmm. is it the physical seeing like us or is it vibrational seeing? Yeah. I don't know. But I know my dad didn't see me. Yeah. He heard me. That was it. Wow. That's so interesting because I was also, um, Sean sent me a couple of your videos last mm-hmm. night because I was curious to see who you were. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was watching your video, I just, I literally felt like a cool breeze, like no windows were open or anything. The heat was on, a cool breeze just like rushed over. And I was I was nude in bed because I was falling asleep. And it just, I was like, oh my God, is there a ghost in here? I'm naked. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I started freaking out of it. So that's, it's really good to hear that. It's, it could be spirit too. Mm-hmm. Uh, spirit is cold. Uh-huh. So the difference between a spirit and a ghost is a spirit transitions into heaven. A ghost wants to stay here. Uh, and they're allowed. Remember, we got yep. free will. We have infinity. You want to stay in your house and you cook your food on your cook stove that's fine yeah because heaven isn't far far away it's a different dimension Mm -hmm. 
You know what's really wonderful? Digital cameras, you know, on the phones. Yeah. These cameras can pick up spirit better than the old Kodak film cameras. And so you'll see orbs in pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks sometimes as much as snow or sometimes it's like a milky bubble. Those yeah. are spirit people. Oh, wow. They get captured on camera. Yeah. I actually, when I was younger, I was very interested in like looking at auras and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I really wanted to know about it. And somehow along the way, I lost that, that, um, want to do that but i used to see like flashes of light above people's heads yep and they'd be like different colors so Mm -hmm. like one like i'd see like a blue or like Mm -hmm. a pink or something and if someone was angry i'd see like red above their head Mm -hmm. and um i was always kind of like curious to know what that was and then i lost it and then i recently actually just gained that back where i see flashes of light you don't really lose it it just goes dormant once you get to a certain level it will pick up where you left off so don't feel like you lost it okay and you know energetic healers use the aura because the aura is actually the blueprint of your health Mm. And there's like seven chakras that goes, do you know the chakras? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. they're the ones that feed the aura. Uh-huh. And according to ill health in the uh, the chakra areas, it will show up in the mm. auric space. Yeah. Yeah. I have another, I, I had like a vision the other day too. I, I was meditating with a friend because I, I was going through something uh, like a hardship and uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to meditate. I don't normally meditate that much, but I saw a an older woman in my body like she was in my body like kind of like nested somewhere and she was placing rocks in in places in my body and she was like putting stones Mm -hmm. in my spirit and or in my aura field or org Mm -hmm. field and um i was just like what are you doing here get out of here and i felt like she was there for a really really long time like Mm -hmm. since i was young Mm -hmm. like very young Mm -hmm. and i never noticed her before because i didn't look at it or meditate enough to know and then i saw her and then she left and i felt so much better but Mm -hmm. it was uh what do you think that was because i was like did something like enter me when i was younger like did i have a trauma or something and this like old woman sounds like metaphorically like weights on different parts of you metaphor don't are are you feeling that too ben yeah Yeah. nothing to be worried about okay you should feel blessed (laughs) because this is in the elder in the older religions the idea of the crone um is as the uh the shamanistic woman who is the healer of the tribe. Mm-hmm. And now we think of Crone as some old lady that looks like, you know, someone from the, you know, Wicked Witch of the West. But yeah. not really. The Crone is the helpful woman, mm-hmm. um, the wise woman. And she's maybe touching her chakras and awakening you a little bit, knowing oh, that okay. you've got the energy, you've got the power. Use it. And she's showing you all the stones, I think, represent all the, the old hurts and the old energy that you don't need to be carrying anymore. Mm-hmm. But you have to get rid of it. Yeah. She can't. Because it's free, it's yours, right? Yeah. So cool. Yeah, but it was so interesting. It was very real. Like mm-hmm. it felt very real. That makes me feel that it was a spiritual experience when you feel mm-hmm. that it's so real. Mm-hmm. And we do make sure you thank her. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Because I was like, "Get out of here! What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is my house." <laughs> you know, if you're here for my greatest good, you can stay. But you okay. need to know. You need to let me know why. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because one of the things I say to my students, you got to ask. 50% is you and 50% is your spirit guides. And if you mm-hmm. don't ask for their help or for understanding, they're not going to say anything because they don't know you need it. 
Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. also free will. If you don't ask, don't tell. It, then you don't need it if you don't mm-hmm. ask, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's funny because I, I feel the same way about a lot of things in my life. Uh, I'll just go on with my day being like, whatever, I can do it myself. And then when it gets really hard, that's when I'm like, please help me. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And that and you usually get answers. Like, that. that's yes. the crazy thing is like yeah. the next day or even an hour afterwards, yeah. like you start talking to someone or you're watching a video yes. online and you get the answers you need. Yep. Those are called environmental messages. Yeah. So um, I remember I was uh, driving along um, uh, Victoria Park. I was going south, and I hit Finch. So I was sitting there waiting, and I was going to a meeting where I was going to commit a lot of money, the most I've ever done in my entire life. And I was scared, really scared. I thought, I can just turn this car home around and go home. (laughs) Well, the TTC bus drives by. I'm sitting there, and... On the side, it's a Nike swoosh that says, just do it. And I thought, you know what? That's a sign. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to just do it. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. Yeah. So watch for those signs. They're all over the place. Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get them too. I can't think of a specific one, but there are many times Mm -hmm. where things like that have happened to me where I'm like, what? Yeah. I love it that you can't even remember because it no. happens so often. Yeah. Right? Exactly. What about you, Sean? You're yeah. Not yeah. Sean. Yeah, Sean, I'm just, I'm taking it in, but I'm also like <laughs> thinking of something. And uh, I want to give a shout out. I know my friend Cass Warden, she's going to listen to this because she was one of the first people I started opening up about me feeling like this, my uh, sleep paralysis a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's happened during like a spike in my life i was in a college house old house Mm -hmm. but it felt like there was an energy in there Mm -hmm. but almost a bad one that was kind of stirring the pot between roommates and we were having crazy nightmares a student that didn't make it and i'm sure you know that students who are very frustrated some of them will take their own life yeah. Right, uh, and then some of them feel that they don't deserve to go into heaven. Not all of them, and they they're this particular guy. What I'm picking up is he was angry that he didn't get what he wanted, and he he opted out, and so he's coming back to make it tough on the other guys that were in his dorm, yeah, in his house. It's possible too, yeah. and um couple years down the road too um i was still going to the same school mohawk college up on the mountain hamilton okay and uh so i moved out of that neighborhood in a different neighborhood student house but i befriended uh a lady who was in our class her name was vic and she had a house on that old street mm-hmm. and uh one night like she she was a lot older than us but she'd like be like almost like a cool mom vibe like invite all the students over we'd have like parties she'd be making mojitos and <laughs> just what like one late night like was just I was in her yard just we always had like a little fire or something going on and um she was just started talking to me she's like I see spirits like on the street like she's like I saw a little boy and uh she was saying that she researched the area Mm -hmm. and uh found out like in one of the wars there was a hospital like right Mm -hmm. on that ground and do you think like maybe that could have been that uh, dark energy too in on that strip there. Or? I think I, I think uh, it's a, it was a student. Oh, okay, yeah. But 
because I, I, I did. It, sorry. Oh, sorry to cut you off. I was just like thinking too, like uh, that energy within the house did feel like a younger yeah. spirit. Dude. And it doesn't have to be far, like in in ancient history. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, Niagara in the Lake is highly haunted, and it's because it has a, a history of the 1812 war and all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Fort George is one of the most haunted. Uh, places in Canada, people have said that they've on a ghost walk. They've heard soldiers crying. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Ghost so- soldiers, not the yeah, not the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm from Niagara as well. And Me too. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah, you were saying St. Catharines. Yeah. I'm Niagara Falls, I suburbia. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I remember. I it was around when I turned 19. I guess I could start going to bars, and I think it was around like a Halloween. Um, History Channel maybe had like a show called Creepy Canada. Yes, I think it was History yes, or yes, Discovery. Yes. Uh-huh. And it was talking about the most haunted places. This marathon all day. And me and my buddy just saw this bar pop up and said Niagara on the Lake. And it was like, oh, we're going there for a oh, beer. Was that the Angel Inn? I forget what it was oh, called. It was so haunted. Okay. Yeah. 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 Time. And I could say a few other names, but I don't know whether the proprietors would appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's either going to give them business yeah. or, or people stay, stay away. away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. yeah. Got to be careful. Yeah. yeah. You had other questions, Sean. I can tell. Um, You've got paper there. Yeah, I, I, I have like two <laughs> notes, but I don't know. I'm just. I also feel like. I keep like just taking in so much right now. <laughs> it's, uh, Thank it's God it's been very... recording. Oh yeah, I can cut yeah, it. Yeah, I can yeah, cut exactly. it. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, I feel like Ben, you got something to say. There's this uh-huh. a vibe to you. Oh, I'm tr- I'm trying to follow yeah, the vibes yeah, now, yeah. whether they're there or not. Oh. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like. <laughs> um, all right, let me ask. I'll ask you though, Carolyn. Oh, how do you get in the mood? When you're about to give a reading, how do you kind of get in the zone? Okay, I I have a prayer. Um, It's a prayer of protection because not every... I'm a medium as well as a psychic, so I should explain that. Mediums talk to dead people. Psychics talk about the here and the now, like your finances, your love life. Where am I going to live? What's my job like? All that Mm -hmm. stuff totally different energy so when i'm working with psychic energy it's always about spirit guides love and light wonderful energies when it's uh spirit people not necessarily so so i say a prayer of protection and i ask for the highest the purest and the best to come through to help me to help the one who's sitting in front of me so uh, that's how I start. I don't spend a lot of time. I remember my mentor saying, say a prayer and get on with it. You know, there's some mediums or psychics, they sit for two hours in meditation. I don't have the time mm-hmm. or the energy. So I just basically tune in to the energy of the voice of the person because I require a written question. I ask them to write it down or else they'll forget. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go from there. And that's also the whole permission thing too. Like I want to know that they want to know. I don't like just blurting stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I will never give a reading to a host because I can't control what's being given. And I could, I've, I've predicted pregnancies when I shouldn't have. And <laughs> somebody who just got engaged and, I sh- and nobody knew, including her best friend. And so I'm, I have to be very yeah. <laughs> about what I say. Did I answer your question? Yeah, okay. and you were also telling me uh, before about the people who come and they want to know 
when am I going to die? What do you tell those people? I I say forget it. Uh, In my book, Compassionate Messenger, which Ben wrote. um, Cool, cool. Yeah, it's a cool, really well-written book. The only complaint is that when people read it, they can't put it down, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning before they go to bed. I said, okay, if that's all your complaints. (laughs) That's a very good complaint to have. (laughs) But... um, now I've, I'm totally lost the plot. Uh, what you, was the question? I bet you were going to talk about the death angel. Oh, yeah. So I had a client uh, who came. I'd never met her before. And she sat like I'm sitting talking to you. And I closed my eyes. And all of a sudden, this beautiful black angel with almond eyes and a, like a skull cap and wings that were like black lace. And she was very thin and gothic and all in black. The most beautiful angel ever, but she gave me the willies. I thought, oh my God. <laughs> there was something and about it in the air? Or, yeah. yeah. So my client in the vision was just in front of me, back to me, and this angel kind of floated towards her, took her hand, and walked away. So I said to the gal, you know what? I'm really sorry that you came. I, I just can't. I can't give you this reading. I have nothing to give you. Yeah. She left. I called my friend in England. I said, what the heck was that? She said, oh, my God, it's the death angel. (laughs) That's so freaky. Yeah, so freaky. And so I said to my spirit guides, I said, don't you ever tell me about death again, when it's going to happen. Yeah. Because it takes away from the living. You know, people have to be, you know aware of where they are now and not necessarily that so i've never had it again so they listen when you say that like i don't want that vision ever again except when i said don't tell me when i'm going to die and they gave me a number right away i said what did you do that for (laughs) my god yeah crazy but we also have a friend who's a um a medium and he read for somebody it was really quite long reading and it was quite evidential lots of information and the reading ended and the guy left and he was killed in a car accident and the medium never picked it up because the person wasn't supposed to know Oh, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is too is that the rule of thumb is that a reading is only as good as the moment you give it, because we have free will. We can always change. Um, I read Apollo Coelho, a really fascinating writer. His best known book is called The Alchemist, yeah. and he says in one book the reason that we are able to pick up these uh, bits of the future um, or I shouldn't say the future but the bits of what's going to happen is because this God telling us that we want to let the person know they have a choice and they can change their destiny yeah that's what a psychic does here it is do you want it or do you want to change it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, nothing's ever written in stone I remember being very um lost and when I was young about 16 years old and I dropped out of school and I didn't know what to do and I went to a medium that was the first time I've ever gone to a medium and or um, a psychic I guess they would be called and she 
uh, told me that I was going to be a fashion designer. And I said, oh, yeah, but I, what about music? But what about music? And I still didn't have, like, the confidence to say, like, I want to do music or know that music was a thing. But it was that reading that actually made me realize that music was what I wanted to do. Right. Because when someone's telling you, like, oh, you're going to be a fashion designer and you're going to do this and um, you're going to be very good at it, I think your guides say you're going to be very good at being a fashion designer. But in my, the back of my head, I'm like, but I want to be a musician. Yeah, but <laughs> so. you're very fashionable. Now. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am going to be a fashion designer. Too. This is just audio, but you can't see Sage's. We're going to take a picture I'm, of her and put it on www.thegirthradio.com. I'm yeah. playing a show later. I got to look cool. All blue. Even the hair. Yes, even the hair. hair. It's yeah. awesome. I can't do that kind of thing. Yeah. You're all purple today, yeah, though. Purple, but not my hair. Yeah. I love it when people look at me and they go, you do what? Yeah. I mean, I look like a soccer mom for the most part. And that, to me, is the greatest compliment because I want to make this as normal as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to be reachable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And there's, I'm so happy you came in today, too, because um, I was kind of looking around, just Googling Toronto mediums, too, and there was just something about your vibe. And after I watched the videos, too, I just thought, I hope this person responds to me. And you responded so enthusiastically, and it's just I did awesome. Because you know what, energetically it felt right. So I've turned people down. Yeah. I've turned people down. I've never yeah. met you before, but mm-hmm. I just thought, you know what? He's sincere about this. He's not going to. I don't want to have to defend what I do, and yet I do. There are two articles, one uh, of psychic scams, where uh, it was Milton, I believe, in Brampton. They were they're up on witchcraft charges. I think these popped up while I was searching yeah. for people. Yeah. One was duped out of six hundred thousand dollars. <coughs> Another one was duped out of sixty thousand and the reason why these people get away with it is because the ones that are duped out of their money are too embarrassed to go to the police but i'll tell you i have over a hundred um blogs that ben's written for me and the ones that get the highest hits are the psychic scams and the people who have been scammed have emailed me and said this is what's happened to me have I been scammed? I said, yes, call the police and don't give them any more money. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they're very good. They are very good psychics. They will pick up stuff. Mm-hmm. And you'll go, wow, how did you know that? Well, listen, let me tell you, there's evil around you. And for $5,000, I'll clear it for you. Yeah, I think I read like a recent one too. They said the yeah. e- the money was evil and give it to me yeah, and I'll, I'll clean cleanse it. it. Yeah, yeah clean it. that's <laughs> another big one. And or they'll say here, here's Thank a you. yeah, here's a candle yeah, or a gross. crystal for two hundred dollars. Yeah. You you burn it or you put it under your pillow and you'll have good luck. It doesn't work that way. No. And you know I find that with my work. I feel like sometimes I just have to prove myself every single time because of these scam artists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, they're everywhere. But you know what? It's like that with every industry. You'll have good yeah. teachers and bad teachers. The and light good, and the dark. Yeah. Yep. And how do we know about the light? We learn it from the dark. Yeah. That's yeah. the way our, our world is. Mm-hmm. is. So, yeah. I actually did a play um, with the Fringe Festival. I won. And, ah, congratulations. Uh, thank you. In 2016. And um, I talked about uh, psychic scams. And it really is a very interesting topic. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard of them a lot, actually. but And that's something that's kept me away from going to a psychic mm-hmm. because I always felt like oh like if 
if they can do it, I can do it for myself and I don't need to pay anyone. But um, Right on. But yeah. you see, they'll go after vulnerable people. Yeah. There was actually, I think his first name was Chris. He was from one of the newspapers. I can't remember his last name. But he uh, went in saying that, you know, I've lost my girlfriend. I want her back. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And long story short, it was just a ruse. And uh, the psychic, um, I think he spent quite a bit of money. And he came back and he said to her, um, that was just a story. And um, she looked at him and said, oh, you must have been talking to my twin sister and slammed the door in his face. Whoa. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're out there. Yeah, yeah. Be careful, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Go to Carolyn. <laughs> All of you. Do your homework. Yeah, do your homework. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, what is your email? I mean, are your, what is yeah, your yeah. plug everything. Oh, the YouTube, which is fantastic, by the way. Yeah, the, the YouTube's great. You know what? Yeah. There's one that's gone over 250,000 hits and I'm of views, and I'm just so thrilled. But you would find it on um, YouTube, Carolyn Molnar, M-O-L-N-A-R. I do have a website, uh, Carolyn Molnar, M-O-L-N-A-R.com. C- K-R-O-L-Y-N. Y-N, yes. Molnar. Uh, not Caroline, Caroline. And, yeah. and then um, I also, what else do I have? Um, uh, I've gone blank. But yeah, I, it's all good. And you can even email me stuff. And uh, uh, I'm going to just remind some people who may be listening on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, that Every one of these episodes are up on our home base, www.girthradio.com, and you'll be able to see all of Carolyn's links. You'll see pictures of us in the studio and all that fun stuff if you want to learn more and everything. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Sage's music and yeah. Falcon Jane's music, yeah, which sure. I'm putting both of those on this episode as well. well. Yeah. yeah the intro and the exit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, on, you're on YouTube? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'm more so uh, on like a, a page called Bandcamp because it's free and you just put your yeah, music yeah. on there. <laughs> but we'll yeah, look up you. Sages, S-A-G-E-S. Yeah. What's cool about you two and your music, you're very multi-dimensional too. Like mm-hmm. uh, with your solo stuff, it's... Uh, I don't know. It's like almost like what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But then, um, (laughs) then you do the Falcon Jane thing, which is more like just chill rock. Yeah. Grounded. (laughs) It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you ever like have people go to a Falcon Jane show and then they search you and it's like, Oh wow. Like this is different. (laughs) Like type of thing. Yeah. I, it's, there's such a polarity with both of the, both of the projects. And Mm -hmm. I've noticed that like, um, uh, I just, yeah, it's just so different, the two of them. And people do look me up or they'll, um, I'll say, oh, I'm playing a show tonight. And they'll be like, are you playing a Sages or like, yeah, yeah. Jane, which one? And so it, it gets confusing a little bit, but it's great to have the variety. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's good just to learn and it felt right. So mm-hmm. I did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. It felt right. Yeah. It felt right. Yeah. Speaking of like, I don't know, I, I feel like this, I feel during this episode I feel vulnerable in a way talking about this because I don't usually talk about this on the mic but it also feels right speaking yeah, of feeling right like let light. me say something Sean. Yeah. this is the world's best kept secret everybody has a story as soon as they hear that I'm a psychic medium they pull me aside and they tell me things mm-hmm. and you know it's uh <laughs> the AC kicked on <laughs> <and me laughs> <I> know, <laughs> like, <laughs> this is when I wish it was like a video show <laughs> we just looked up in the air it's like ah ghosts <laughs> you know 
was the only one that didn't freeze. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're so used right, to it. Right when you were no, saying, you're like, as the soon AC. as they, as soon as they hear I'm a psychic medium, I summon the ghost. No, not at all. That was no. Was oh, that was funny. great. That's true. You know, yeah. it's one of the best kept secrets. Remember, we do have a soul, mm-hmm. and we're having a human experience. So this is normal and natural. And thankfully, you have this show where you can make it more up. Um, reachable mm-hmm. to a larger audience so I'm very grateful Thank oh, yeah. yeah, thanks for being here too and it's kind of cool like the format that I'm allowed to do thanks for Girth Radio for letting me do whatever the fuck I want because <laughs> it kind of adapted to what we're doing right here but it, I feel like this kind of format just kind of brings out the humanity in people like I'll have like a guest who was on CTV in the morning and then they come do my show and they're polar opposite interviews because Mm -hmm. they only have like a couple minutes there they plug their movie or whatever but here you can like kind of just relax too (laughs) and even i tell people if you said something that you don't want on because like we're in a bar so sometimes we'd be drinking during the show or whatever (laughs) somebody's like oh i shouldn't have said that no worries we'll cut it out and like i don't know it's just a good vibe and it's okay i have straight up yeah yeah Yeah. and uh i actually uh this is kind of just stirring it in another direction, but I wanted to ask you, like, your take on, like, tarot cards or Ouija boards and more oh. like these physical tools people use? Sure. Or? Funny enough, I brought it up with my students the other day. I said, if you want to use them, go ahead. I think they're helpful because the focus is off the reader and onto the cards. So if the cards aren't doing so well, it's not the reader, it's the cards, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as it goes with the Ouija board, absolutely positively no because they are portals to bring in energies that are really not good they're like tricksters jokers Mm -hmm. Um, they are mass manufactured for game now i know my great aunt who lived in montreal here we go again with my family she used to use a planchette on a board planchette is the thing that moves around okay Mm -hmm. but she created it and the intention was was to work with spirit but when you have a game you will bring in energies that will not leave you will hurt you oh, interesting. will trick you i have a story of this uh um t- uh, teenagers two girls who um got their hands on a Ouija board and uh, it started freaking them out because it was spelling things that were really uncomfortable and wrong. Yeah. So they got really upset and they took the Ouija board and they threw it out into the garbage can outside and they locked the doors and went to bed and they got up the next morning and the Ouija board was on the kitchen table. Burn the house down. <laughs> burn the Ouija board. Yeah. So yeah. I tell you, please don't get into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. it's, it's trouble. And, you know, someone like me can't clear that. No, no, no. Yeah. Thank goodness my mom always, like, we were rascals as kids, me and my sisters. We loved, like, stuff like that. Ouija mm-hmm. boards and whatever. And my sister got one and my mom immediately was like, get that out of our house. Like, no. And she, like, threw it out. I'm glad mm-hmm. she was. awesome. Onto it, yeah. It's bad news, yeah. Really bad news. But tarot cards, I, I, um, I think that there's energy with them. I think that they're, you know, your synchronicities. Where, okay, well, okay. Let, I, I'm not a tarot card reader, but I use um, Doreen Virtue's angel cards, right? Yeah. So on times when I'm feeling like, oh man, I just need some help because I can never read for myself. Yeah. I pick out a card and I go, I don't 
like that card. Put it back in. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Yeah. Pull out the same card. Yep. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I think that there is magic and energy in these things. Yeah. And if they're used in the right way, with the right intention, mm-hmm. except for the Ouija board, I think that it's helpful. Yeah. That's so interesting. I was actually looking up Dorian Virtue like this past couple weeks and mm-hmm. um, she she's going through a phase where she's decided to be uh, strictly Christian. Yes. And she said something about how her cards were like her cards and her um, books were works of the devil mm-hmm. and how a lot of people feel sh- shaken up by her saying like this is the work of the devil. Um, but the thing is, is like cards are your it's like your intention so if you believe that um it's made by the devil then you're gonna get answers from the devil right Mm -hmm. um but or negative energies but if you just use it with the intent of like you know say a prayer over yeah exactly right and i find people who say things are from the devil yeah usually coming from a place of fear exactly you know things inside of ourselves our emotions and rather than blaming you know that i made a mistake or i'm you know getting making some bad advice it's always the devil did it yeah you know i don't believe in the devil at all i don't think there's such a thing like that yeah it's just a convenient kind of it's an excuse excuse yeah Mm -hmm. i um yeah i agree and also i think like if there's a god which i i believe but i think if like um there's a god he created everything so yeah. if there is a devil then he's under god as well and like, that's that's a very fundamental yeah. um argument you know if god is so perfect how could he create something that's imperfect mm-hmm. you know but then you say well look at people but it's like but free we, will we it's free real. will exactly yeah mm-hmm. which is perfect because if we were all robots that'd be mm-hmm. really boring mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what the infinite loves us so much that he gave us three free will yeah. so we can choose yeah yeah that's amazing and we should choose yeah yeah so once we enter the infinite can we just choose when to come back yes. here Usually and uh, you, um, choose with a group so remember i was saying the people you think oh, i know you yeah so me so me and sages were on the other side it's very possible and i was just, we're just like yeah. hanging out like in like ghost yeah yeah it's like <laughs> in my 30 years you're gonna come on my podcast yeah. you're gonna chill for a bit and then and we're going to be best of friends. It's yeah. interesting because the contract, <laughs> it's called an Akashic Record. There is free will within it. So the only things that you can't change are your birth and your death, although there are five exit points for your death, so you can okay. change that a little bit. Whoa. But there is an ebb and flow between the birth and the death, Yeah. and that ebb and flow is free will. So you may have said, I want to do a podcast in May 2017, but free will was like, nope, that's not going to happen. It's going to be October 2018, yeah. right? So there's that ebb and flow that, you know, and it, it could be that you have this thing that you want to do and you don't get it done this time. Mm-hmm. You'll have another time to check it out. Yeah. Cool. I always think that, like, as a musician, you're like, oh, I just want to be like a big musician, make it one day. And then I'm like, you know what? You have all the time in the world. Yeah, especially if you're thinking like it's so. This life next. Would you take your experience from this world to the infinity, and then come back even like almost leveled up? Yeah, it's called cell memory. So cell memory. Yeah, (laughs) we think the brain is actually the center. Yeah, goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's gonna be my my first song. Cell memory from uh, what was the? You were. Oh, uh, I. It's over the A. 
like you were the high priest and oh accolade oh. accolade yeah cell memory album dropping 2019 <laughs> sorry to cut you off carolyn yeah yeah <laughs> double entendres so cell memory actually yeah. comes from lifetime to lifetime and it's in our cells uh-huh. and i'll give you a story about that but um and it's kind of an odd story we think that the brain is the center of intelligence but it's actually not it's our cells and um There was a young man who went into hospital with excruciating back pain. And they MRI'd everything, tests, nothing, nothing. And Mm -hmm. it got so bad, he says, please sever my spinal cord. I can't stand this anymore. So they thought, okay, we've tried everything. We're bringing in a psychic. Mm -hmm. So they did. It was actually Sylvia Brown who told the story. And apparently... He had been run over by a wagon in a previous past life, and age triggers cell memory. So he's had this excruciating back pain because of an accident that happened in another lifetime. And you'll find also birthmarks. Mm -hmm. I had a student, I said, you've got, you were shot in the leg when you were a a Russian, get this, a Russian soldier in in another lifetime. Uh And she goes... That is so weird. I used to goose step all the time. And she said she pulled up her pant leg and there was like this mole that looked like a gun, like a bullet had gone through her leg. Whoa. So we bring that stuff with us. Oh, that's crazy, too. That's crazy. (laughs) Now I'm thinking, too, because when I was a kid, I had a giant mole on my neck that went away maybe like i just got blasted like in the throat now or like (laughs) yeah i totally forgot i had one yeah it could have been a sword oh cool not (laughs) maybe i was a pirate or something (laughs) awesome i I know you want to walk around they shiver me (laughs) (laughs) i just start changing my rope wardrobe (laughs) bring me some meat (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's what i'm gonna say to the bartender right when i parrot on your shoulder now i understand (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Only you could see. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, that's yeah. that's all part of lifetime after lifetime. We bring it with us. So what's really cool is we come in with lessons, and when we've learned the lesson, we don't have to repeat it. Addictions is a lesson. Mm-hmm. And if you can um, manage your addiction and quit in this lifetime, you've done it. The test is over. But if you carry it into the next lifetime, you got to do it till it's done. Mm. So wow. you'll meet people that have never smoked, not interested mm-hmm. in drinking, don't do drugs. It's not because they're Pollyanna sweet. It's because they've done it. They don't want it anymore. Yeah. They're on to something else. They're over wow. it. They're over it. Yeah. yeah. This is making me think of randomly like some kid I went to grade school and high mm-hmm. school with. His name was Blair. Mm-hmm. Just very goody two-shoes. Very not like making any mistakes. Did well in school. Um, didn't really hang out with the bad crowd, but like, didn't matter what crowd you were—the jocks, the nerds, the the druggies—they all just loved this guy Blair. They're just like, oh, he's like a walking angel or whatever. I now, was. what you're just saying just popped him in my head. I'm like, that guy must have lived thousands of lives yeah. and just like was just born into here, just like super neutral, chill, and just he always seemed like he was full of like just. He didn't say much, but when he did, it was like every word he would say, it like had some knowledge behind it too. Even I remember like being like in the third grade in the playground and he's showing me like all these books about space and stuff like that. And 
I'm like, so I don't know. Good. Yeah, and I haven't thought of him in so long either. It's just something mm-hmm. about you talking about how... Yeah, like, there are earth angels. Yeah, earth yeah, angels. the life you... Or like you take what you've had in the past life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You don't lose yeah. it. Speaking about like living thousands of years... Um, I have this thing where my hands are like super liney. Like if you look at the palm of my hand, it's so liney. And I've always wondered like why compared to like other people, my hands are like extreme. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like yeah. it may just be the texture you know of my what? hand. but You should get it uh, read by a palm reader. Yeah. And just see what they have to say. Yeah. I don't do palms. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. But uh, find one that's really... Um, uh, reputable. Yeah. See what they have to say because yeah. all those lines mean something. Oh, exactly. That's so and interesting. Like, I feel like I've lived like millions of years. Yeah, even like they can't see because it's audio, but like looking at your hands too, it like compared to my hand, like I have three prominent lines and a couple branches, but yours just looks like Crazy. a bush. <laughs> if you see like a black metal band in their yeah. logo illegible, <laughs> like a yeah. tree font. Like I want to go back to when we first started when you said High Priestess. Mm-hmm. That's a long time ago. That's yeah. many, 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 many moons ago. Yeah. And in a sense, you have lived thousands of lives. Yeah. Think of this. You came from your parents, your parents, mm-hmm. grandparents, and I, back and yep. back and back. I mean, you, your lineage is because when we were all cavemen, you survived. Your lineage survived. True. Even when I go back to like you know the Big Bang, the star wow. stuff that creates the cosmos, that's in you. You know, as Einstein said, you know, energy, matter cannot be destroyed. It can or it can be transmitted, but it can't just disappear. Yeah. So it's like you know, you're for all you know, you came over here with Columbus. I don't know if you're, you, what are you like Eastern European? Maybe I'm um I'm Irish. Okay, so yeah, yeah so we're going back. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. Back yeah. to what you're saying. Yeah. So you know, thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands and thousands back when you were cavemen, mm-hmm. and now here you are. Yeah, is it possible to be your own great 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 grandfather? Well, now it's Rod Serling stuff. I don't yeah, know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, yeah, that's a really interesting question. I don't know. I'll have to sit on that one and see what my guides tell me. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be yeah. interesting. If but like, I'm yeah. going to tell you a story um, about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who had twins. Well, she was pregnant with twins. I actually predicted them and knew about them before her husband. And um, I said to her, you need to be sitting down. You cannot be running around. You need to be sitting down because I could see her losing her babies. But I would say that to her because I don't want it to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, she did. She lost two little guys. Oh, they were so sweet, so tiny. And she, she came when she could. She came back to me and she said, Carolyn, what happened? I said, they couldn't come together. They'll come one at a time. And she had two more boys one at a time. Whoa. So they do come back into the family sometimes mm-hmm. if they didn't make it the first time. And I've had other situations where um, people, women have lost babies and they've come back mm-hmm. in the next pregnancy. They, that kid was not given up. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it's so, so cool. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know whether you are your great grandfather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know Timing wise, it's possible. Deception. Yeah, anything's Deception. possible. 
<laughs> oh man That's where so are we going oh, I know, yeah i felt like i had another weird one i lost it just like taking it <laughs> maybe for the better <laughs> welcome to my world yeah just throwing them out there <laughs> but uh yeah let's see the time because you need to go to meet my grandparents 6 30 ish um do you want to wrap this yeah, up and okay yeah cool cool so I feel like you still have questions. Yeah, Sean. he's definitely. Got I questions. feel like I can make this like an eight-hour episode, <laughs> but um, maybe oh. if even <laughs> I want to go yeah, home. Yeah, I know. I got no. a show to do, man. <laughs> Lock the door from the outside. Order us a pizza already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, there will be food soon. Yay! And um, yeah, I want to say, can we do this again yes, sometime? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, can, this is fun. I want to be your Montel Williams, <laughs> and you can be my Sylvia yeah, Brown. You're freaking me out. <laughs> you know why? Can, yeah, can you please explain? I was just threw that out there as like oh a, a joke. Okay. I've been looking for a Montel Williams. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually put it out to the universe and said, could you please find me someone who wants to hear from me mm-hmm. in a like it more often than one offs yeah yeah and yeah you just said it and i'm freaking Montel. out because i feel like i can't like can't get just stop like no. we need to stop the episode at some time because mm-hmm. i'm gonna know. bore the pants off people yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> or we can make it like a 20 part saga and just <laughs> <laughs> release it like every week but but no like honestly you're welcome back anytime well, if you're willing you to and same us. with you ben it's great thank to, you yeah yeah you've been quiet for a little bit but like i just you had everything you've said yeah, was like exactly. spot on yeah. spot yeah, on yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to ask them? Uh, no, I think I've like asked you everything that has come to mind. So yeah. I hope this isn't the last time. Me neither. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say um, you're like, uh, uh, have we met in the past life or what? Past life meetings. I feel like I know you. Like just looking into your eyes, I'm like, I feel so comfortable um, looking into your okay. eyes. I'll explain things. Yeah, not online. No. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Secret. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe uh, for the next one too, we can have the four of us again and just yeah. kind of do the part sure. two okay. and everything. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Sure. Yeah. Thank you for including both of us. I really appreciate. Yeah. That. Anytime. Yeah. You know, Ben's so gifted, but he's yeah. always takes a step back. And when I have mm-hmm. an opportunity to share, well, have him share his knowledge. I'm very pleased. I'm very happy. Yeah. I, I get the vibe from you that you. You know a lot of things, but you're kind of keeping quiet. Yeah, or I'm, I've got some stories, but yeah, yeah. I'll let her you know, get the light. That's fine. Yeah. And you mentioned you have a book as well? Oh, yes. Several. Well, the book we wrote uh, together is called Compassionate Messengers, True Stories from a Psychic Medium. And they're basically uh, Carolyn's uh, stories about her clients, and there's like little lessons in um, each of the chapters. And then the book that you channeled is... Um, it is Time Knowledge from the Other Side, and it was channeled over an 11 11- week period and then once it was channeled the spirits were gone and then i also have three meditation cds that you can download you don't have to buy the cd okay meditations with music <laughs> yep so, i love that stuff yeah maybe we should collaborate some music and yeah. oh yeah yeah i'm good at that stuff and action cool. toys yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and what's cool about sages too her music is very atmospheric too and it kind of when I listen to it, I get that spacey, like almost uh-huh. spookiness vibe to ethereal. it. But yeah, ethereal, ethereal, yeah, wicked. Yeah, and like I said earlier, people listening to this, if you want to hear her, uh, 
her all her. I'm getting tongue tied right now. If you want to want to see like all these links, uh, all, everybody's work in this room to go to www.girthradio.com. There is a page for every episode. Click on it, and yeah, thank you so much, the three of you. Much love. Have a good night. And back at you. Girth Radio. Are you seeing what I'm seeing and thinking the things I've been?